Support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge. Amigos, the podcast about everything Amiga. Amigos is a proud member of the Throwback Network, your home for quality retro podcasts. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Dowdy and John Bodovkar Schaller. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, we have Sven. And uh, Sven, uh, I don't know your last name. Would you like to give it to us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a little bit hard to spell. It's called Fussing. All yeah. Right. We'll let you, we'll Silence. Let you say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 have the uh, inside, uh, which is, uh, yeah. More okay. for, from European countries, so uh, first thing, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing special. <laughs> so that's my uh, last name. Yes, but I'm uh, really happy to be here on your show, guys. Hey, it's great to have you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sven, you're gonna um, you work for Cinemaware, and uh, we are uh, huge Cinemaware fans. Oh yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, um, what is your history with the Amiga? Have you been an Amiga user for a long time? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, this was my computer. I think my th- it was my third uh, computer. I started with the Commodore C16. Um, <laughs> that was uh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Someone had one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was me here. <laughs> yeah, it it was it was very popular in Germany. Um, really. Yeah, it was one, uh, yeah, one uh, really uh, computer that was, was not so expensive, and uh, like like my parents, also other parents uh, bought it to children. Uh, yeah, we said, okay, uh, maybe it's it's just an idea, so we don't pay much for a Commodore C64 and see what happens. And uh, if you don't use it after a couple of weeks, so it's not so, <laughs> right. so such a big deal. Okay, it was not a big success, but I think it was very popular because um, uh, a lot of my friends uh, got one. And then, then I moved on uh, to the Commodore C64. And after this, uh, and was my uh, uh, for, for when I was 14 years old, it was yeah, in, in, in 1990. Uh, and then I bought my uh, Amiga 500, and that was a really funny part of it. It wasn't. It was a set from the Amiga 500 with uh, um, RAM extension, for, uh-huh. so, you, so you have one megabyte, and there was uh, um, games in it, uh, three games, and there was a, a Cinemaware package. It was <laughs> uh, Wings, and it came from the desert and oh, Artists. Yeah. You got that lucky. Was, That's a good pack-in. It was really, it's a really good. Wings is outstanding, and it came from the desert. It's obviously great, too. Yeah, and that's, this was my uh, first own Amiga, and I had it for a really long time. 
um, before I get in touch with this, uh, some friends got an Amiga and uh, we played some star, uh, really much games on it. But this was really my first uh, touch with an Amiga and also direct my touch with Cinemaware to, to get uh, the games from Cinemaware there. And I really, really was a big fan of it. Of it came from the desert. I was so touched by the story, by the music, by the presentations. Sit in front of the computer and say, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Let me ask you a question, uh, just a sidetrack when it came from the desert. Uh, that was that game was based on like old fifties, you know, radiated creature horror stories from you know, from our old drive-ins. Was that stuff big over there? I mean, is that did that translate over there to you know? Did you know where it came from or? Um, at this time, not, I, th- I was a 14-year-old bo- uh, uh, guy, so uh, a kid. I-, I was not so in this uh, uh, in this uh, movies uh, in this old movies uh, at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it came from the desert, based uh, really much more for, uh, on them on yes. this uh, yeah, the movie, and it's also funny because the, the sentence uh, uh, which it starts with. Uh, uh, um, uh, here, uh, the desert, uh, unchanged for a million of years. It's also, you, you can also hear this sentence in the, uh, them trailer. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's the same, same thing. And at this time, I was not so into this kind of movies. Uh, I was, I was, as I said, I was 14 years old. I, I watched Rambo and, uh, Michael Dudikoff movies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was not so calorality. So, yeah, uh, but, uh, we, we have a, a very good, uh, uh, movie history here in, in Germany also. Um, uh, we have uh, very good uh, synchronization uh, dubbing mm-hmm. of, of movies, um, which is uh, from the quality one of the best worldwide, uh, from the sound quality and uh, the the uh, uh, dubbing quality. So um, yes, uh, we have uh, we have uh, we know we know all the, these old movies, all the horror movies. Um, uh, like uh, Tarantula, that are also classics here in Germany. But at this time, yeah, as, as I said before, I watched more the the action movies. Yeah, you were more into Stallone than uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Claude Van Damme and oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, now, uh, when you, uh, I guess, of course, there was no way of knowing, you know, when you got that uh, that Amiga and uh, the the packing games that you would one day be working for uh, for that very company. Um, how did you uh, How did you end up working uh, at Cinemaware? Uh, that is very funny. Um, uh, it's uh, a couple of years ago. Um, um, uh, I, I need to explain a, bit, a little bit the history of of Cinemaware. Okay. Um, Cinemaware was uh, uh, gone uh, gone bankrupt. Uh, at the end of the 80s, 90s, so uh, many games where the license were go to other companies or uh, uh, fall apart. So, um, and at the I think at the end of the 90s, uh, Lars Fulken Batista he bought all the license back and uh, f- uh, funded Cinemaware again. Uh, and uh, at the beginning of the 2000, there was Again, some remastered, uh, first some remastered editions uh, from Defender of the Crown and the Three Stooges, and also for the PC, Macintosh, uh, PlayStation One, um, and then they are start uh, uh, thought about to release games for the PlayStation Two. They make some prototypes. Um, I have 
It's really interesting. I have prototypes here from Wings and King of Chicago for the PlayStation 2. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. They were never released. Yeah, it's, it's very sad uh, uh, about uh, the King of Chicago because it was, uh, um, it had uh, uh, things that it, um, it was like the Mafia game right. or GTA. But has also casino modus inside it, was uh, which was really new for this time. No one had this in this game. It was that would be really cool. But yeah, sad, sadly there was no publisher, and um, so it was never released. And so it gave it a little bit silence. And then I think it was 2010 or 2011. Um, and again there there was uh, CinemaWare. Uh, they they uh, wrote something in the community and said, hey, we have new plans and wait. And then when it was silent, and again, we have new plans, uh, but wait. And at the third time, I wrote a really, really long mail because I tried to get in touch with them. Said, hey, maybe we can help a little bit or so, uh, something. And I get no response. And then I wrote a mail, a really, really long mail. <laughs> um, and... I, it was really uh, upset <laughs> from my side. <laughs> and uh, I, th I sent it away and thought, okay, maybe it was not so good <laughs> uh, to write this. Um, and I thought uh, maybe they write back something like, uh, yeah. Stop go, writing us. Go yeah, away. You know, <laughs> go away. Uh, but the answer was, hey, uh, Sven, yeah, I can understand you. You're up, right? Maybe you can help us. And then I, I helped first at, uh, on a voluntary basis. Said, okay, I can do uh, this stuff, social media stuff, and all this thing. And that was the time we uh, we started the first Kickstarter campaign from Wings uh, Director's Cut. Yes. Which really was a train wreck. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we hit it uh, right through a wall. It was not so so good. But but we 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 see okay there was this wasn't good this wasn't good and one year later we made the rings um, remastered edition that was a success um, yeah and that was the time so I got got more involved more, more involved in the team mm -hmm. now, and um, yeah what about you know there are so many um, kickstarters that yeah. attempt to do what you know, Wings did, and uh, you know, there's a. I remember, just you know, I think there was a Shadowrun Kickstarter. Yep. I mean, what what were the things that you did differently that second time around versus the first time that allowed that Kickstarter to be successful? Um, first, I, I think the first video was too professional. Um, that is that I think because many seen this video, they uh. uh um, seen the 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 narrator uh, was uh, um, uh, Sarah really really um, great um, uh, woman and act actress and um, it I think f many thought okay this is a really professional video so why do they need our money right right <laughs> mm. that makes sense uh, and also uh, maybe the the amount for the the game was too high uh, it was three hundred fifty thousand dollar the the main mm. target mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think that, that also the communication, we didn't start uh, to make communication before. We didn't build up a fan base. Mm. Um, so I think when we started this campaign, we got our 700, 600 Facebook fans. Uh, when we did it a year later, we had uh, have about uh, 7,000 Facebook fans. Um, so that, that was a really big difference. In this time, we will really build a community community. Uh, 
um, for, um, to 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 catch up and uh, to pick up. And that was, I think, one of the main reasons. Um, uh, the the other thing is now that we in the second campaign we made a playable demo later, so you can could play the game. I'm sure that was a huge help having something yeah. that people could actually try out. Yeah, and this is, uh, I think, one of the the main reasons this campaign was successful, and also we we get a publisher for this. But um, we realized the hard way right now with our sec- uh, with our second game we we wanted to make Rocket Ranger Reloaded. Um, that if you maybe you have a successful Kickstarter campaign. Um, it doesn't mean um, that you could produce uh, a game because um, we also, after we released uh, Wings uh, last year for the PC and Macintosh, um, we made a, a second campaign, a new campaign, Rocket Ranger Reloaded. It was a success, but we cancelled it um, um, two weeks ago. Oh, oh no. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, yeah um, <clears throat> because... Uh, Maybe it was a nice gesture from from some of the backers uh, who said, "Okay, hey, I I raised the pledge, <laughs> so you reach the goal." But when it comes to the payment, um, yeah, the credit cards was yeah. so rejected. That oh. happens. That happens so many times in Kickstarters. Wow, that's that's sad. I did not know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, people. And, and and it was about I think. Ah, Thirty thousand with other really wow. really much uh, amount, but the good thing is uh, we started development, but we never touched the money of the Kickstarter backers. So oh, we well, will um, at least refund you did. it. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and so we can refund this uh, this money. Is, uh, is that game going to happen still since development's already started on it? Uh, we we started, but now right now it's on hold. Maybe we don't know what what happens next year. Um, we 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 thought okay, um, uh, we make some smaller projects like this. Now we 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 fund this label, uh, Cinema by Retro, which was yeah, <laughs> uh, which was my idea to make this uh, retro things, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully. This will be successful. Then we have other ideas, smaller projects, but uh, they're also uh, in connection with Cinemaware games. And then let's see what happens. <laughs> well, that sounds great. I'm glad that it's not totally, you know, dead in the water. That uh, hopefully that it'll be able to to be restarted. And uh, but that is that's a that must have been a real punch to the gut when you found out that you were thirty thousand dollars short because of those, uh, you know, invalid credit cards. Yeah, it was was really tough um, to realize that. Um, maybe one 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 good thing was also not so good that we, uh, uh, yeah, we went very quiet for the last months because we tried to okay maybe we get a publisher, uh, maybe we get an investor. Um, so hey, let's stop, but but see what happens. Um, but. Yeah, then we had to realize. Okay, uh, we we make a uh, we make a, um, a poll. We ask the people. Okay, uh, what is your? Uh, please uh, tell us. Um, should we go on? But then the uh, the game needs one or two years more to develop, or should we stop and refund you? And the interesting point was that uh, around seventy percent said, "Okay, please go on." Wow. But 
the rest of the 30% said, okay, uh, they have re really good arguments. And so uh, we, we understand that decision. We said, okay, uh, um, it's better to listen to the 30% and um, refund everyone. Mm -hmm. We got also, that is also really, really awesome that people write us and also in the comments and they write mails to me and said, hey, uh, please keep my pledge. Please uh, keep it for your projects, what you are doing right now. Um, I don't want it back. Uh, use it for other projects. Uh, I really like what you're doing. So that is also really awesome that there are people that don't know us said, okay, hey, please keep my money. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, it just goes to show how, how dedicated the fan base is to CinemaWare yep. and how much joy you know, that company has created for all these people. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's and that's an excellent project. The uh, Boy Rocket Ranger was a great game. It was one of my favorite uh, titles. And and <laughs> that, I really hope that one gets kicked back up because that that's an excellent choice. I will give you guys credit that once you guys are revisiting or the, the top of the food chain, as far as I'm concerned, wings and defended the crowd and that all excellent. Yeah, th th thank you. Uh, it was really funny. Uh, maybe you don't know, but in Germany, Rocket Ranger had another storyline. Really, that makes sense given the storyline of the. <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah, total sense to me. It's 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 really it's really strange in Germany. If you write a book, or if you make a movie, uh, like uh, a Quentin Tarantino in Glorious Bastards. Mm -hmm. It's no problem to show swastikas in it. it it's it's no problem. Um, it's it's a movie. It's art. So you can do this. Also in in Glorious Bastards, um, which is really funny because the 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 evil German uh, uh, um, commandant played by uh, Christopher Waltz. Um, at the end of the movie, you are happy that he survived. He's a big asshole, but he's, he acts so good that you say, hey, you are happy. And But this is possible in movies. In games in Germany, it's not possible. Still not possible to show swastika. You can make a computer a video game which you are an, an, a US soldier and you only fight against Nazis and you don't have the possibility to play a Nazi. You can only fight against Nazi. The German government says, no, video games are not art. You don't have to show swastika. You are not allowed to show swastika. The Wolfenstein games right now, they are, uh, they have no swastika in it. The storyline is written a little bit different, um, but it, it, it's it's better picked up the history. It's still, um, um, you, you, you know you fight against the evil German, but in Rocket Ranger, it was really funny. It was uh, completely an alien story. So you have uh, it was uh, the the uh, 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 how they are called in Germany uh, Leutonia. <laughs> you fight against the Leutonia um, in this uh, Second World War, and uh, it's it's <laughs> so you have uh, Leutonia aliens in uh, SS uniforms. It's really <laughs> makes no sense. And, and the really funny thing. Uh, even this this version was specially made for Germany. It was not translated into German. <laughs> it still was English text. Wow! So it was. Um, they were really funny. just doing the bare minimum that they could to get it into the country. Yeah, yeah, but but it was really interesting because um, they realized in this year's uh, what 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 an important market the German video games market was. So. Um, now, really... let me ask you just, you mentioned, uh, the, the new Wolfenstein game, and I, it's so interesting to me that that game would even be 
because the the whole story of the game is that the Third Reich has has won World War II, and you're living in this world, right? And but you're not allowed. So everything else in that game is fine. You're just not actually allowed to have a swastika shown in the game. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, um, you are not allowed to um, uh, to show swastika in games, um, and in uh, yeah, uh, they they don't call it um, Third Reich in the German version. They mm. call it regime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. They they make some really they tricked a little bit. So um, you you have um, you have also the red flags, but they have the Wolfenstein logo inside it. Oh. And not the swastika. Okay. Uh, but you you are really in Germany. Um, um, the the violence is the same. Mm-hmm. But they talk they they talk about the regime and not uh, um, about uh, the Third Reich in this game. I think we moved a little bit on in this. Um, but it it needs I think um, maybe it's, ten years. Yeah, video games need to be. I mean, at this at this point in time, video games are art. You know, they should be right up there with with any other kind of media. I don't know if it's the interactive nature of video games that makes the government nervous or or what, but it just seems strange that you're allowed to have it in one art form and not another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, the the problem is that there has to be one company who go to the court and said, okay, this makes no sense anymore. Mm-hmm. And the court must, must must make a decision. But the problem is, um, the the company will will make this choice, has to fight this fight for the complete industry, and no more company will make this because uh, uh, they said, hey, why should we blow up money inside uh, outside, and uh, uh, it makes no sense for them. So I can understand that no company said, hey, we go to the court and we want swastika in, in the next Wolfenstein game. Uh, it's easier to to change a little bit the the. Yeah. The wording and and the graphics, and uh, uh, really for me, um, I really want to play games uncut, but I have don't have a problem to to play the German Wolfenstein version. Uh, I don't care if there's a swastika or or yeah, Wolfenstein. Yeah, it's not central to the story. You know, yeah, along, along those lines, uh, yeah. Wings, uh, a similar yeah. plot. Uh, yeah. is, I'm assuming that one got through without any problem. Um, I guess there's not the stigma from World War One. It, it, it the fir- in the first yes, um, there was no problem with logo swastika, uh, but it was uh, um, I don't I don't have the word uh, for in uh, uh, the English word. It was not censored because uh, it was um, um, you you don't you were, you were not allowed to sell this game openly. You are only uh, um, allowed to. To sell this game under the desk. If you are 18 years or older, then you can uh, buy could bought wings. It called indiziert in Germany. Um, you can um, as a as a normal uh, um, German. Um, uh, um, you can go to to the uh, to one part of the government and said, "Hey, there is a game. Please uh, check this." They bring it to the uh, this um, institute. Who, uh, who uh, has to play this game completely, and then they make a decision. Okay, this is not. Uh, yeah, it's not uh, allowed to play for uh, uh, kids or younger people, and um, so uh, they made the decision. Wings is too uh, too brutal, 
and uh, so it was only allowed to uh, to buy this game under the desk and also cinemaware was not allowed to make um uh, to print commercials in magazines so it was yeah really um, realized under the radar today we are uh, a little bit uh, uh uh, we are for, uh, for, for, uh, for, uh, gone for, further with that because now we have a rating for video games and uh, if there was a rating uh, if there is a rating decision that says okay this game is um, uh, um, for 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 people uh, for for people uh, 18 and above you can still make commercials for this and um, like Call of Duty and all the other stuff they are also um, have a rating 18 years or older. Um, and they can't be uh, indiciated anymore because if this decision is made, then no one can. Uh, it's not possible to to uh, send this game after this. Um, and Wings was um, got this process, but as uh, when Lars bought the rights back in 2000 uh, or 1999, um, and he wants to release Wings for the Game Boy Advanced, a new edition. Mm-hmm. Which is also really um, has a really uh, interesting thing in it because it has a German campaign also in it. It's right. the only wings that you can also de- play the German side, and um, for this he uh, goes back uh, goes back to the court and said, "Okay, this game was uh, initiated uh, 12 years ago. Please check it again." They checked it and was it was moved uh, uh, below the down this list. N- normally, it has to be waiting 25 years. <laughs> then it was removed wow. from the list. But he can, you can go to the uh, um, to this institute and say, hey, please check this. You have to pay for it. <laughs> sure. You have to pay, I think, about uh, 3,000 euros. They wow. check it again. That is... <laughs> that's hefty. <laughs> yeah, that's really... Uh, and um, they check it again, and then maybe they make this decision and said, okay, uh, it makes no sense. Um that this uh, still uh, uh, yeah indiciated or centered, so you can sell it uh, anymore. So Wings is not on this list anymore, and yeah, it's crazy to think that Wings, the original Wings, was on a censorship list. I mean, I, <clears throat> when you play it, I, I played it. I was a younger fellow at the time, but it's uh, it's like a history lesson in a lot of ways. That the diary really adds to the. I mean, I learned a lot about the about the war. And uh, it's even respectful. Often, I mean, there are slurs yep. thrown out, but I mean, it's often respectful to, for the to the Germans. And even like with the, when the Baron is shot down, they talk they talk about lowering, throwing a wreath, and all this stuff. And it's it was actually I thought it was a pretty uh, honest account, I guess, of the way it went down. And so it's I guess now that they've taken it down or off the list or you know, it makes sense because I, mean, I don't know, maybe it was more shocking over there then. But I always thought. It was pretty respectful, you know, as opposed to like a Wolfenstein or something yeah. where you're, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, the the thing was, it was in the uh, in the end of the 80s, and the institute who makes this, uh, the Bundesprüfstelle für Jugendgefährdende Schriften, so that was the German word. For is it. that is that one word? Tell me, it's one word. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no, no, it's not. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> I know no. Germans love compound words, so I was hoping. Oh that yes, be one. it's so awesome. It's, it's, uh, uh, I, it's really hard for us Germans to learn German, <laughs> <laughs> so I can understand that everyone else say what the. Okay, uh, no, but but um, they 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 put games on a list that make no sense, um, the, um, and 
They, it, it, do you remember Silent Service from Micropose? The submarine yeah. game. Yes, the submarine yeah. game. And that was also put on this list. And Micropose was the first company to get to court and said, are you crazy? Why? <laughs> it's a simulation. You don't even see people killed or something like this. <laughs> you see and your the, torpedo launch against pixels yeah. in the background. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> they say, really, are you nuts? What, what are you doing? And uh, they, they gain right. So uh, it was uh, dropped down from the list. And then they, it was better after after time after time, but but they put games on the list. It's today, <laughs> you you really think, wow, this is funny. Uh, Raid over Moscow was was uh, all these games where you haven't were not allowed to, uh, to to buy as a kid. You yeah, know? I guess they were just looking at the titles, you know, and saying, boy, that's you know that sounds like a war might be might be sketchy. Uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, they had to play it. Um, okay, they have uh, kids to play them because they, they were really old in this uh, institute. <laughs> no one after, <laughs> uh, uh, but but they have to play it, and they didn't understand it. And, and maybe the kid told me, yeah, and now uh, this is my bomber, and now I fly to Russia, and boom. <laughs> I said, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the end of the world. I can just imagine yeah. in my mind, it's this room full of old men with big handlebar mustaches, like surrounding like these kids that are around them, and, and the kids are just telling them, you know, whatever pops in their mind and making them afraid. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's really and that. Uh, but the funny thing is uh, that this never happened to Rocket Ranger. <laughs> it, 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 it scraped by. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I don't understand, but it's yeah. It's it's really funny <laughs> to to really, but but that is uh, the um, yeah the reason um, why Wings was uh, put down from uh, uh, yeah put down from this list uh, into um, I think at about two thousand um, and when there was the release of this yeah the Game Boy Advance version which has the two campaigns also the German campaigns. Um, yeah, which was really cool. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Let's let's talk about this uh, the new Defender of the Crown package. Yeah. you guys have coming out. How did that come together? Uh, and uh, just just from what Boat was telling me last week, boy, it sounds like a, a really awesome package. Can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, it started with another idea. Um, um, when I I, I get I, I get this Cinemaware archive. I, um, uh, last year at the Gamescom, last the boss of the company, he came with really two two packages from Brazil and gave hey here's here are the Cinemaware games I own and uh, I got so you have now the the archive and all the stuff. And um, then I also got uh, a digital package with was um, uh, with ROMs and other things and i see okay oh wow there there is a genesis sega genesis version of it came from the desert and i see oh okay um there was was a game uh made an action game from it came from the desert for the sega genesis after um uh, cinema where was uh, gone bank uh, bankruptcy and uh um last get the right uh, uh, rights uh, of this game because it was never released um at this time electronic arts wants to release the game but when the developer was um, done with the game he said uh the ea said hey we concentrate now on on sports games they they started with fifa nhl and all this all the games mm -hmm. at this times um the football games that they were, were really successful and said okay we don't want to release the game 
And then I, uh, I, I played the game and I see that Blas uh, re released the ROM for free in the internet for download. And then I, uh, I spoke to him and said, hey, Lars, why won't we release? It came from the desert for the Sega Genesis. I said, oh, cool, as, as emulation or something. I said, no, no, original to the Sega Genesis. And I said, hey, Genesis? Yeah, it's Genesis with, with a cartridge, manual, um, a box. And it, it was, a, like you know, it was silence. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, are you crazy? I said, yeah, you know I'm crazy because, uh, but, but, uh, really it, it, it can work because there are collectors outside, mm. um, and they really want to, uh, have games that we were never released. And we could be the first company ever that released, release a retro game for its designated platform. And we are still the original developers of this. <laughs> That's so, uh, <laughs> and we started, we will find a developer who gets the code back and, um, uh, also, um, yeah, uh, a designer will make the box art and, the, and then this, this project goes a little bit slow right now because yeah, it's a Genesis game. It needs to be the, the developer, developer needs more time and all the stuff. And then, There was this, it came from the Desert movie announced, um, from one of the producers who make Iron Sky and would release next year. So we connect the game to the movie and all the stuff. And then I said, okay, it needs to be a little bit longer. And then I said, okay, what, what, uh, we, we make this, uh, we release the Cinemaware anthology, but it's also came out into the DVD box. And I said, okay, pff, this is not cool. Um, Because I am a big box collector. I collect collecting games, mm -hmm. and I, I love big boxes. Um, my apartment don't love them because <laughs> it's full of boxes. But hey, you're uh, right at home with us, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're the same way. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then I thought, okay, hmm, it it would be really cool if we release a complete box per game. Uh, and the the box has all the content. It has all the digital content, the Amiga versions, uh, the PC versions, uh, every every version as a ROM. That was the first idea. And then I get uh, in touch with Eric from New Zealand. Eric uh, is his name, and he makes this unofficial CD32 ports from games. And really? I, Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, that's, a, that's a niche activity there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he he makes them really good, and it's uh, and I see, hey, that he makes ports from games that were only done for the Amiga 500, mm -hmm. but then he puts an intro in front of of it, and it works now on a an Amiga CD32. Cool. And I and I ask him, hey, what do you what do you think about to make an official port? And he said, "Hey, it's no problem. I uh, we we thought about to release Rocket Ranger first." And he said, "Hey, can make can make an intro in front of it, and it runs on the CD32 and Amiga." And we said, "Okay, we make a box special for Amiga fans." I said, "Okay, this is uh, a good idea, but we need more um, because um, I think um, we are still a company, so." Um, We have to also earn money. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> the thing of a company. So um, I said, okay, we have to. Uh, uh, it, it's not good if we sell only 50 boxes. Uh, it makes no sense to produce it. 
But uh, then I said, okay, uh, and how uh, maybe we can do something that it works also on the PC. That was uh, the re uh, that now that also Cloanto is uh, um, in this uh, uh, involved in this because uh, we are getting now the ROM. So uh, and we get um, FSUAE, the emulator. Mm -hmm. It's license free, also for commercial use. And so we can use it um, that you can also insert the CDs um, into the PC and can or, or the Macintosh right now also the Macintosh. And you can use it um, there. So it's it's a really big package right now. So it's a big box. You have a poster inside. You have a sticker inside. Uh, you have uh, three postcards inside. And right now, since today, it's sure, you have three CD-ROMs inside. Because one CD-ROM with the Amiga CD-TV version <laughs> of Defender of the Crown. The mm -hmm. other CD is uh, for the Amiga CD32, the Defender of the Crown 2 version and the third disc is with all versions that are running on a PC or wow. Macintosh. Now and, the yeah. the versions that, that 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 last version that you talked the last disc that you talked about are those just ROM files? Um no on the PC you can directly play the Amiga version um of Defender of the Crown or Defender of the Crown 2. Um That is running in an emulator. You have a menu there. I, I mm. hope I can make an update on the on the retro on the shop page uh, within next uh, within the next days. That I present also some screenshots of the how the emulation works, and um, you can play it by them. Uh, also, um, uh, we make a new comic style intro for the old uh, for the first defender of the crown that oh. you can uh, that you can play on the CD32 and also on the PC. But uh, the really fun thing is, if you hey, if you are some of these people who said no, I want to play it from my disk drive, that is also no problem. There are uh, ADF on this uh, disk, so mm -hmm. you can make your own disk, and we can you can print. Uh, we have files, then you can print your own label. So you make you can you make your own Defend of the Crown original disk if you want. See, that's the clever bit right there. I think that was an. <laughs> Excellent addition, right there. Yeah, and gotta, the label is a nice touch. I've got to say, I've got to say, Sven. Um, you know, whenever you know, just normal people are sitting around thinking about the right way to do re-releases, you pretty much have done that. Yeah. I mean, you've given people the packaging, you've given them, you know, manual, you've given them all of the versions, and you even give them a way to play it on the original hardware. Plus, I mean, the emulation on the PC is, a, yeah. is an excellent touch with UAE. Brilliant. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, that that was the reason I wanted uh, uh, because we have also many Amiga fans out there that that don't have an Amiga anymore. Mm -hmm. Sure, uh, it's it's really a small fan base, but uh, um, then I thought, okay, but they also ha want to buy this edition, um, so let's them play it on the PC um, and um, maybe. Uh, Uh, maybe uh, I think I will uh, get it in the next days. Also, the Commodore C64 C64 version will be playable um, without nice. an own emulation. And, and for the other uh, other versions, there are the ROM on side it, and you you need your own emulator. So that is it's, uh, also no problem. Uh, but but you also heard that we really uh, release uh, Wings Remastered Edition for the Amiga, also for um, Amiga OS 4.1, Aros, Morpho S, and uh, yeah, 
that was that was my next question because I was yeah. on your I was on your website looking over the uh, Defender of the Crown package. And of course, I'm a big Wings guy, and lo and behold, I see this. So tell us about that. Now that's this this doesn't have a release date yet, right? I didn't I don't think uh, I saw one. Uh, February March 2016. Oh great! Now what can you tell us about this? This is a really interesting project because. This has got to be an even more limited fan base than the first one. <laughs> yeah, um, it was so. Um, uh, uh, when we started the first Kickstarter campaign and also the second Kickstarter campaign, you have every time they questioned and develop you, will you, you develop the game also for the Amiga? And we said, okay, please keep re- realistic, guys. There are only with all the OSs that are outside, maybe three or four thousand. Uh, um, users worldwide who still use an Amiga OS system, like more for SROS or something like right. this. And it, it makes no sense if we develop a game for an Amiga new. Um, and then again, yeah, but but make it for the Amigas. <laughs> it, it don't work uh, for us. We are a company. We have to earn money. And um, then we said, okay, in the second Kickstarter campaign, we said, okay, if there is anybody outside who is I don't want to say crazy enough, but we said, okay, make this game for an Amiga system. We gave him the code. He can develop it, and also he can uh, earn money with it. No, no problem. And <laughs> so uh, th- then came other complaints. He said, hey, uh, you developed this game on Unity. Unity is not available for Amiga. Yeah, but, but that's not our fault. <laughs> it, it, it's, what should we do? And um, uh, um, half a year ago, uh, there was some complaints uh, from a, from a guy who contacted me. Uh, he didn't get his game, and he was really upset and said, "Hey, sorry, uh, I will check it for you, and we we will keep in touch." And also, he asked the question, "Why don't you make wings for the, for the Amiga?" And he said, "Also, my I have a standard uh, uh, answer for this. <laughs> it's a copy paste and give it to any." Uh, so, and my last sentence is. But if you know someone who's willing to check this for, for, for Unity code, maybe. I said, hey, I know one. I said, okay. <laughs> I heard he called you one. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. And he uh, brings in touch. He told me that uh, uh, from Golden Code, Daniel, who makes Wings Battlefield, which the, the fight sequence looks very similar to Wings, and said, hey, wow, this looks really cool. And he said... And he get in touch with me and said, "Hey, yeah, here uh, he um, he uh, bring us together, but uh, the problem is um, our game was developed in Unity." And he said, "Okay, would you give me a part of your code? I sign an NDA, so it's okay. But uh, would you be give me a part of the code and I can check this? Because if the code is written really clean, then I can." Um, write it uh, that it works for an Amiga. He said, okay, here's the code. And two days later, he came back, hey, your code is really clean. He's really good written. He said, whoa, good, <laughs> good to hear that our developers <laughs> write a really good code. Uh, and um, can I have the complete file? And I said, okay, um, here's the complete file. The deal is, uh, and that is really special. Um, and that is also one thing I really want uh, that everyone in public, public get this. Uh, this is really a project, Wings Remastered Edition for the Amiga systems, that uh, Cinemaware will don't earn a cent because um, we uh, make 300 editions, um, and every money goes to the developer, 
and also for the boxes or uh, uh, the manual, which would, it's really expensive to create today a big oh, box. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this <laughs> um, is basically a community service for all intents and purposes. It's really a community service. And also Daniel is really a great guy because he developed demos uh, for for all the versions uh, for all the OS, you can download uh, on the shop. You can download directly your demo version. You can test it, and then you can say, "Hey, I want to buy this game." So it's really important that we reach the 300. Uh, right now we are at um, I think 130 uh, um, sold, and we said, "Okay, at 150 we start the development." From uh, so he goes on with the development um, and will finish it. Um, but it's really important that every 300 of this copy has to be sold because um, that's money for Daniel and for uh, um, um, uh, producing uh, the boxes and the, the, the manual. Um, the good thing, I can mix it a little bit up as uh, the, because there are also these boxes that are rewards for the Kickstarter backers. But um, this is money only that uh, is, is, is for Daniel um and his his artists who make this game happen. And he told me he he will check it uh, right now. They make a first test. Maybe it's also possible on an a Amiga twelve hundred with a power PC card in it. Oh, um, so that could, could be the next version that will happy. So um, also uh, to be realistic, to be honest, also Defender of the Crown is it's it's not a not a game we get rich, but it's it. Um, <laughs> Um, Defender of the Crown, it should be a start of the series. Uh, right now, we have also sold 160 versions, mm -hmm. uh, or 170, 180 versions. Uh, so That one's capped at 500, right? Is that what I read? Is that, yeah, are you just going to make 500 of those? Just just 500. <laughs> Is there any chance if that sells out that there might be another run? Nah, no. No, really? Because I, 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 I have no doubt that that's going to sell out. I mean, I... I uh, just heard about it last week, and I've already told a bunch of people they're licking their chops. So I'm yeah. pretty sure that's going to go pretty quick. I think also because that runs uh, really since <clears throat> two weeks. From Friday, it runs two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, so and um, right now we have uh, all two two campaigns: uh, Defend of the Crown and Wings, that are 800 boxes. We have sold around 300. Which is more like 35%. Mm. And I did not have the time to write a, a PR and send it out to the media. All the stuff right now is sold by communities. So some Amiga communities picked this up. I, I don't know, where did you heard about? But the Kickstarter, uh, we I, I get a lot of my news from uh, the German Amiga site, AmigaNews.de. Ah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. And and um, so most of it, I, I don't have the time to write communities, uh, other communities. Uh, Daniel, he he kicks my ass every day. He said, "Hey, come on, write the other community." I said, "I have no time. I have to to make this <laughs> work on the shop. There are support questions." Uh, um, I have to. Uh, I started to produce um, the first uh, gimmicks that are inside. Um, the poster is produced right now. The sticker are produced right now. Um, so that is also the first stuff um, that. Um, yeah, we'll. Uh, I hope so. I can show it n the next week um, as an update. But uh, yeah, this is also a project more more. Um, 
for the community and also for me because I'm a big box collector and I want this box. And if it really wants successful, then in I think January we start the pre-order for Rocket Ranger, which mm -hmm. is also a complete box with uh, uh, with the Amiga version, C64 version again, uh, also the really rare uh, FM Towns version. Oh boy. Which yeah, I've never uh, seen. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a one. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's really expensive if you want to buy it. You know, uh, I could, it's funny listening to you talk about this stuff because they they've definitely put this property in your right hands. Because only a collector knows what a collector wants. Uh, yeah. I, you know, me and Bo, both we collect uh, games and among other things. And the idea of having the, you know, you've got to have the old school feel of the box with the stuff in it. The postcard stuff it doesn't sound like much, but that's what appeals to a collector, you know. And very few people get that, you know. They anyone can put out just a cartridge or whatever, but to put the extras in there, that's the meat, that's the sizzle with the steak, is to get all that stuff in there and all the different versions, like the towns version. I didn't even know that even existed. Now that that really makes me want it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, that's uh, that is uh, the idea. What that I had I said? Okay, when you when you want to buy a, a boxed game, maybe it's a new box, but it's a, uh, it has uh, the 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 classic game in it. What do you want? So then I want everything, mm. and I think I want to the most of it playable, and and so it works. And I said okay. Um, what is the best box design? We have we have the Cinemaware boxes in the US and the United States with the sleeves. Um, we yes. have smaller boxes in Europe, um, but also there were uh, uh, some collection or TV sport boxing that were released uh, in a big box. And I make a, 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 um, um, a, a poll for the uh, Wings campaign and said, okay, um, which box do you prefer? And said, would you want the, the box with the sleeve or the smaller box uh, from Europe? Or do you want something different like uh, Monkey Island or the LucasArts boxes, the, the classic big box? Mm -hmm. And they, the 60% uh, said, hey, we want the classic big box. That is the style. So I said, okay, then we make a classic big box. That's a good choice, too. Yeah, <laughs> because the bigger the box, the bigger the manual, the, big, the more stuff you can put <laughs> yeah. in it. So. Plus, it just, those look great on your shelf. Right. You line yeah. them all up, and they just look fantastic. So now you oh, said, yeah. now, just to make, I want to make sure I get this clear to our listeners. So you're, you're taking pre-orders on uh, on the Wings Remastered and the Defender of the Crown. You're, yep. Those are both taking pre-orders now. And then you yep. uh, you suspect that uh, Rocket Range, you suggest I'll start taking pre-orders in that in, uh, early next year? Yeah. First, we want to deliver uh, Defender of the Crown. Right. Uh, because we want to deliver it in December. I think it will be middle of December. So uh, very sad. I think um, uh, because I will uh, um, send it uh, from Germany, um, some international uh, buyers won't get it before Christmas. It's, mm. it's very sad, but I want to make this experience as good, as best as I could. So that was also the decisions to make. Uh, it, first, it was one CD-ROM. Then then Eric, my developer, said, ah, maybe we'll make two CD-ROMs, so we can separate versions. And then he said yesterday, uh, yeah, it would be really cool if we make three CD-ROMs. He said, hey, guy, guy, 
every production of a CD-ROM costs me money and a lot of money. <laughs> and I said, no. And he said, yeah, I understand. But then he explained everything and said, okay, come on, let's do it. it, it it's the best, it's best decision. It's, it's, uh, it's also a cool box. And then we go on with Rocket Ranger. And if all the, these two projects and also Wings, but if these two projects are, um, successful, um, then I want to release every game that we the cinema were released um, as a new edition the, also the smaller games so that was not so uh, so common like Sinbad um, um, or uh, SDI uh, and also um, King of Chicago um, uh, a lot of the Rising Sun um, yeah and then Wings <laughs> and also uh, uh, it came from the desert um, and then at the end, I want to ask uh, um, all the, the the buyers um, if you want uh, the TV sports, um, every game similar, uh, or, or, or the only part, or as a collection. So you decide. So uh, it depends on on yeah. If these two games, Rocket Ranger and Defender of the Crown, are successful, then I can release uh, in the next two years. Every couple of months, a new edition. That would, it's be, like, that would be great. The, <laughs> yeah, the only game which was not in this collection will be the Three Stooges. That was my next question, because I hadn't heard you mention it. Is it licensing? Yeah. yeah That's, was... The Three Stooges was, is the only game um, that was licensed by um, Cinemaware. Um, it's fun fact. Uh, Defender of the Crown um, um, mentioned Robin Hood in the game. And also the the new game was was released in 2002, uh, Robin Hood Defender of the Crown. Yeah. But you don't have to buy a license for using the name Robin Hood because it's free, uh, because it's a fictional mm -hmm. character uh, and there is no license. Uh, the only thing what I could not allow to do is make me... Uh, if I make a game about Robin Hood, that's no problem. But um, if I make a game about Robin Hood, Princess of Thieves, and uh, it's uh, similar to the Kevin Costner movie, mm -hmm. then I get sued by the movie company. Well, given um, the performance of that movie, I don't think that's in anyone's best interest. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or the games, none of those games. Just give all the characters in the game horrible English accents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was our And that is the problem with the Three Stooges. But... Um, um, if the games are successful, um, uh, then I will contact the license owner and ask them if it's possible to get a license only for this release and what they want. But I, I would not take so much that it is possible. I think they want so much money. Really? Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know it, but... You know that that was it. That was one of my favorite titles. Love it. And yep. uh, you know the one thing I think if you, I don't, I'm also a pin. Me and Bo, both own pinball machines, and, and uh, I see occasionally there'll be a Kickstarter up for a licensed pinball machine, and the Kickstarter money is just there to pay the licensee. You know, yep. so I I had a feeling that Three Stooges might be the one that gets exempted from this. But hey, that's a nice goal somewhere down the line if uh, if everything goes uh, hopefully as well as it will and uh, people buy these things up. Now, let me ask you, aside from the retro stuff, and I don't know how much insight you have into this, is uh, is Cinemaware working on any new titles? Uh, is there, I guess my question is, uh, uh, what is the is the developing force in the, in the Cinemaware company? Are you guys just basically re-releasing the retro stuff? Or and before there... you answer that, 
Uh, <laughs> this 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 also feeds into my next question too. Uh, how many people on the original development team from Cinemaware, from classic Cinemaware, are still with the company? Okay, um, maybe maybe I answer your question first, um, then we can go to what 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 the is the future of Cinemaware. Okay. Um, um, the, uh, many of the um, uh, 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 worked before, uh, at the original team um, are not in this business anymore uh, because uh, and some are also not um, yeah um, uh, they have not so good memories of, of cinema wear and also I said because the, the, the company went bankruptcy and there was a lot of trouble uh, with money, and it was not 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 a good ending for this company at the at the eighty at the end of the eighties. Um, so uh, many are not so good <laughs> to talk about uh, cinemaware, but also m many uh, of them have left the business also after cinemaware. Um, uh, you have uh, um, they they are. Authors writing books and um, yeah, but last year for 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 Wings we uh, we are working uh, together with Kenneth Melville, who make also the sound and also write stories for it came from the desert. Uh, he was really a, a big big mind behind uh, the full motion video games uh, that started. He he's also was behind I think it was Night Trap. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's, uh, uh, and also, uh, there was a, it came from the desert. Uh, that that was one uh, one of the main reasons. Also, uh, cinema where was going down is that they they concentrate to to create um, uh, full motion video game uh, games uh, with full motion video sequences. Mm. And there was this game for the Tubo Graphs CD-ROM. It came from the desert with really bad video sequences and actors <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, it Those was are expensive <laughs> to produce for sure. Yeah, yeah it was 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 not. It, it, um, after Cinema went bankruptcy, uh, NEC picked it up and released it for the Turbo Graphics CD-ROM. I don't know who has this genius idea who said, "Hey, we make games for the Turbo Graphics CD-ROM." I think that no one in the 80s heard about this system. So it's, no, it's it was definitely not one of the top-selling consoles of that generation yeah. in this yeah. country. They yeah. did pretty well in Japan, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yes, PC Engine CD-ROM. Yeah, that right. was a, rather, a better success. That's really a better success. And um, so he worked with us, but sadly he passed away last year. Oh. Um, that was really sad because we, we, we talked in the week and um, uh, then last mentioned, hey, yeah, he got an uh, operation uh, at the week uh, before the weekend and at Monday, uh, a friend of uh, Ken called last and said, "Hey, uh, sad news. He died at this. Uh, he passed away at this operation." And that was really sad because he was a really nice guy. He, he made really cool videos for uh, the Wings campaign. But, uh, it was really cool talking to him, and uh, that that was really a sad moment for uh, also for the team. And that is, you see also that uh, it's starting of Wings Remastered Edition that the game is uh, completely dedicated to him. Um, and uh, yeah, but but sometimes we are in in in, uh, in touch uh, with um, some um, of the um, the uh, the old developers because so much for uh, for the defender of the crown, it's it's really possible uh, that uh, John Cutter um, uh, was uh, uh, not John Cutter, uh, James Sachs um, um, wants to write a forward. Oh. Um, 
for the manual. He said if he finds the time and finds some words, then he writes it uh, for me. Um, so I can not promise it for 100%, but uh, yeah, it's... I guess really, you have to think, too. Those guys, I mean, those games came out in the, the mid eight. It's basically, what is that, 30 years ago? <laughs> so yeah. I guess a lot of those guys are pretty long in the tooth by now, yeah. uh, the original gang. And who yeah. knows how old they were when they worked there. So. <laughs> yeah, they, I think they're the most of them were around 30 years old when they worked there. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's still really, really crazy to that I, I worked, work now for a company. Uh, that was uh, giving me my first games for the Amiga, and um, it's 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 really uh, really cool. But it's also really cool reaction. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, uh, I also go to retro events here in Germany, and also uh, last weekend it was a retro uh, event, and we play. I, I bring in my uh, Commodore 64. And we played a little bit, and uh, also again, uh, besides me, uh, uh, um, someone uh, said to me and told me about a story that I read in a in a in a community board. Um, I said, "Hey, you are this guy." Uh, I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." I heard the story you told about cinema, where that was similar in, in a community board. I read, and I answered. I said, oh, yeah. I said, yeah, I'm spent from cinema. Yeah. And, and people are reacting very crazy because when they say, realize uh, um, that I, I'm from cinemaware and um, uh, I said, hey, yeah, but you're, you're in Germany. And I said, yes, because <laughs> I was born in Germany, <laughs> but I'm uh, uh, working for them. And also there was this Amiga 30 event here in Germany, one of the uh, events. Yeah, uh, in noise. And uh, they came two or three people okay I, i make also some retro shows here in germany so uh sometimes it happens that people come to me once photos or a signature but they came pe uh, people to me and give me their amigas and i should sign them wow. I said, why i should sign them he said yeah because you are from cinema where i said yeah okay so so there were signatures from petro chichenko on that uh, chris Hulzbeck, and i said okay now it's spent first thing right up there with all those guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just it's a tribute to how much people really enjoyed cinema where's work i mean mm -hmm. i talked to people over here about it and yeah, everyone's got a real soft spot it was the, the presentation the, the quality yeah. you know there's a few co companies from back in the day psychosis and cinemaware and if And a few others, Team 17, and you knew when you saw their name on the box, it was quality. Right. Yeah, yeah, that is, and that is uh, also a thing um, uh, for for our future projects. We want to make new games, um, but more in the maybe not so retro style like other games. It, it's a bit retro style. But uh, maybe uh, maybe we think about a new Defender of the Crown, uh, Defender of the Crown 2 point, uh, the, uh, version 2, uh, with more action sequences, but in the graphic style uh, of the classic uh, Defender of the Crown. Mm -hmm. So a game for a smaller audience with development costs are not so high, but <clears throat> that we uh, um, yeah, uh, can pr uh, develop it uh, from our own. But... Um, Not uh, uh, so big games like Wings. Uh, it was really tough. Um, and right now, 
yeah, maybe it's 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 not the time for 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 big games because you need a lot of money to produce triple uh, A games right now, and that was CinemaWare produced in this time triple A games. They were really new, where they have a big storyline, they have really cool graphics at uh, um, on the Amiga, they have uh, music, they have authors who write really really good stories. Um, and today you have often such this game with good graphics and good storyline, actors in it, famous actors in it, um, like Kevin, Kevin Spacey for Call of Duty. Right. Uh, uh, you can't pay it. Uh, you need millions of dollars to produce a, a game like this. So um, we concentrate more on the, the, the fan base and um, maybe make smaller games. But uh, yes, but for this... Also, the box games have to be a success so that we can move on with this. And then uh, let's see what, what happens in a half a year or in a year. Well, thank you so much, Finn, for uh, you know giving us uh, kind of a, a snapshot of what CinemaWare is up to now. And really, you've covered everything. You've covered the history, what they're doing now, what they're doing in the future. Uh, it was really great having you on the show. Um, I hope you, you enjoyed it. Um, sure. And... Uh, before we go, I'd just like to uh, thank some of our sponsors. Uh, if you're listening right now and you'd like to sponsor the Amigos podcast for as little as $1 a month, uh, <laughs> please head on over to uh, patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. Uh, I'd like to uh, thank O'Brien's Retro and Vintage. They are an online uh, store of retro things from Norway. And I'd also like to thank uh, Brent Dowdy. Uh, Brent Dowdy is a I know him. board game designer, <laughs> VR enthusiast. Our own good egg. <laughs> yeah. He's also my brother. Also Aaron's brother. So uh, <laughs> we thank him for supporting the Amigos podcast, too. Um, well, until next week, thanks again, Sven. Thanks, Finn. We appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. You're and- welcome. And uh, next week, we are going to do uh, a CinemaWare game in tribute of having Sven on the show. Uh, we are actually going to review uh, Defender of the Crown. <laughs> Woo! Yes. That is awesome. <laughs> That'll be great. And uh, so we'll, we'll do that uh, next week. And uh, until next time. Adios. Adios. Yeah, adios.